Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's verse will be chapter 6, texts 5 and 6. So the topic is Mind Your Mind. <laughs> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya. Chakshurun Militam Yena Dasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahim Dadadiswa Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanvitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhanvitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Namaum Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Shreemate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. <clears throat> so welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today we are discussing very important verses, two important verses, 6.5 6. and 6.6 6 of Bhagavad Gita. So we'll chant the verse first. Uddharedatmanatmanam Actually, you repeat after me, line by line, and then we will uh, do the word-to-word meaning and then purport, translation and purport. Please repeat after me. Uddharedatmanatmanam Natmanam avasadayet Atmaivahyatmano bandhur Atmai Varipuratmanaha Uddharet, one must deliver Atmana by the mind, Atmanam, the conditioned soul. Na, never. Atmanam, the conditioned soul. Navasadayet, <coughs> put into degradation. Atma, mind. Eva, certainly. He, indeed. Atmana, Atmanaha. Of the conditioned soul. Bandhu, friend, Atma, mind. Eva, certainly. Ripu, enemy, Atmana, of the conditioned soul. Today we have some insects who are flying around to hear the class. Translation and purport by Asdhuvangaris A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. One must deliver himself with the help of his mind and not degrade himself. 
the mind is a friend of the conditioned soul and his enemy as well. Purport. The word Atma denotes body, mind and soul, depending upon different circumstances. In the yoga system, the mind and the conditioned soul are especially important. Since the mind is a central point of yoga practice, Atma refers here to the mind. The purpose of the yoga system is to control the mind and to draw it away from attachment to sense objects. It is stressed herein that the mind must be so trained that it can deliver the conditioned soul from the mire of nations. In material existence, one is subjected to the influence of the mind and the senses. In fact, the pure soul is entangled in the material world because the mind is involved with the false ego, which desires to lord it over material nature. Therefore, the mind should be so trained so that <coughs> sorry. Therefore, the mind should be trained so that it will not be attracted by the glitter of material nature. <coughs> and in this way, the conditioned soul may be saved. One should not degrade oneself by attraction to sense objects. The more one is attracted by sense objects, the more one becomes entangled in material existence. The best way to disentangle oneself is to always engage the mind in Krishna consciousness. The word he is used for emphasizing this point, that is, that one must do this. <coughs> Where is the he? Atmaiva he. Atmano bandhur. It is also said, Mana eva manushyanam karanam bandha mokshayoh bandhaya vishaya sango muktyai nirvishayam manaha. For man, mind is the cause of bondage and mind is the cause of liberation. Mind absorbed in sense and objects is the cause of bondage and mind detached from the sense objects is the cause of liberation. Amrita Bindu Upanishad, verse 2. Therefore, the mind which is always engaged in Krishna consciousness is the cause of supreme liberation. We will read the next verse also. Together we will cover this topic of uh, mind control. Bandhuratmatmanastasya Okay, this also you repeat after me. Bandhuratmatmanastasya Bandhu, friend, Atma, the mind, Atmana, of the living entity, Tasya, of him, Yena, by whom, Atma, the mind, Eva, certainly, Atmana by the living entity. Jitaha conquered. Anatmanaha of one who has failed to control the mind. Tu but. Shatrutve because of enmity. Varteta remains. Atma eva the very mind. Shatruvat has an enemy. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation, for him who has conquered the mind, the mind is the best of friends. But for one who has failed to do so, his mind will remain the greatest enemy. 
Purport. The purpose of practicing Eightfold Yoga is to control the mind in order to make it a friend in discharging the human mission. <coughs> Important point. See, again, I'll read the sentence. The purpose of practicing Eightfold Yoga is to control the mind in order to make it a friend in discharging the human mission. Unless the mind is controlled, the practice of yoga for sure is simply a waste of time. One who cannot control his mind lives always with the greatest enemy. And thus his life and its mission are spoiled. The constitutional position of the living entity is to carry out the order of the superior. As long as one's mind remains an unconquered enemy, one has to serve the dictations of lust, anger, avarice, illusion, etc. But when the mind is conquered, one voluntarily agrees to abide by the dictation of the Personality of Godhead, who is situated within the heart of everyone as Paramatma. Real yoga practice entails meeting the Paramatma within the heart and then following his dictation. For one who takes to Krishna consciousness directly, perfect surrender to the dictation of the Lord follows automatically. So, these two verses are very important verses in fact. And uh, especially the 6.6, Srila Prabhupada quoted many, many times. So, Uddhared Atman Atmanam, Natmanam Avasada Yed. One must deliver himself with the help of his mind and not degrade himself. So, the mind can be the best of friends or it can be the worst enemy. It is like this like any wild animal is. The worst enemy, if you don't tame, but he'll be the best of friends if you tame him. Like an elephant, a mad elephant will be <laughs> your worst enemy. But the same elephant, if it is tamed, it can be a very good friend. The bull, for example, if it's untamed, if it's wild, um, then you know he can kill. But the same bull, if it is tamed, uh, he can work in the fields and produce, help produce grains. So in this way. Um, so, if you draw parallels, you can understand that the mind is like an animal, like a wild animal. Even a horse is like that. When it's untamed, very, very wild. It can kill you also. But if we tame it, then it can come to good use. So, <coughs> so big, big animals <coughs> can be tamed. So, our mind is the biggest animal. So, if you see, this this uh, thing is actually compared like that. Kanto 10, chapter 87, text 33. <coughs> yeah. So, this, this verse is 17 syllables, but it doesn't fit into any of the tunes that we have discussed until now. So, I just made up my own tune a um, few months ago, but I never really shared this verse much uh, with that tune at all, I think. So, uh, this is going to be the first time, I think, on the class. Vijita Hrishika Vayubhiradanta Manasturagam Ya Ihayatanti Yantumati Lola Mupayakida 
व्यसन शता समय गुरोचरण वणिज इवाज सत्यकर्णधरा जलधो Otherwise, without the tune, it was very difficult for me to remember this verse. I had to make some tune up. There must be a, I mean, a proper tune. But <laughs> until I know that, I'll just use this tune. <coughs> so today we have uh, special guests in the room. <coughs> so translation: the mind is like an impetuous horse. You know what is impetuous? Impetuous means wild. like uncontrolled horse so a horse if it is not controlled then it is uh, i mean it's a nightmare in fact i have i had a personal experience in of course not handling horse but i have closely watched a person handle a horse when we went to new zealand one of the devotees in their farm they had many cows and one horse as well and um, that horse was just um, being tamed so it was like i think 2 or 3 months into being tamed and it was still not under control completely and sometimes it would just lift its two legs up when person is sitting on the horse and you know how high the horse is and with that kind of movement he can fall back and even bra- break his back it's quite uh, wow it's very um, scary <laughs> so uh, but I mean, we have information from all our uh, Mahabharat Ramayan that you know horses were used extensively in the Vedic civilization, uh, in the army, and also uh, for general uh, vehicle. I mean, the movement horses were used. No cars, no petrochemicals were used. No pollution. It was very natural. So, um, but it required taming the horse. So the mind is like an impetuous horse. it's i mean thousands of times more difficult than than an ordinary horse <laughs> in fact um, arjuna says that even difficult it's even more difficult than controlling the storm a storm is uh, unimaginable i mean how can we control a storm but even more than that it is difficult to control the mind so the mind is like an impetuous horse that even persons who have regulated their senses and breath cannot control is it those in this world who try to tame the uncontrolled mind but who abandon the feet of their spiritual master encounter hundreds of obstacles in their cultivation of various distressful practices oh unborn lord they are like merchants on a boat in the ocean who have failed to employ a helmsman so um <clears throat> first thing we have to understand we have understood i mean that the mind is like a wild animal now we have to tame it now the thing how to tame it we have to take shelter of the spiritual master uh, this is where uh, human life is different from the animals because uh, in animal life it is not meant to control the mind mind will control that's why the animals they act on instinct whatever the mind says at that point they will just do it they have no morals they have nothing hmm they have their i mean the their control is by way of nature but they're not by you know they they study moral principles and you know act accordingly no sometimes i think even in in lions for example they eat cubs lion cubs where do we see that you know like kind of cannibalism it's very uh, low class or very in human behavior at least that is very very low class in fact 
completely fallen but that's how the lion lives so they have no morals they whatever suits them whatever the mind says they just follow the dictations of the mind human life is meant to tame the mind the mind has been following us for millions and trillions of years now the gross body we give up after every single lifetime but the subtle body moves with us to other bodies subtle body is the one which takes us to another gross body and only when we get liberated completely when we if we are fortunate enough to go back to godhead that's when we give uh, give up the subtle body also until then the same subtle body follows us all the way through in this material world so this mind that we were we are you know uh, making friends with it has been our long long term enemy but he is sitting as the prime minister as the prime council member of our existence always counseling us in the wrong way like just like duryodhan had one shakuni he had one shakuni always advising him in the wrong way so we have like that the mind one shakuni sitting with us all the time advising us nonsense so uh, we need to get rid of him otherwise our uh, plight will be like duryodhan <laughs> so our advisor is our enemy and the problem is that we don't realize that like duryodhan he did not realize that shakuni was his enemy he always took shakuni as his friend and shakuni he thinks see friend is not somebody who um has good feelings for you or you know who uh what is that who agrees to what you do or who facilitates what you do that is not a friend unfortunately we define a friend like that whoever helps us in our sense gratification we consider him our friend so if somebody opposes our sense gratification then we consider him our enemy but such a person may actually be the right person to take us out of such sense gratification just like uh, vidura for dhritarashtra vidura of course his younger brother but he was a very good friend he was the real counselor whereas shakuni counseled him wrongly whereas vidura was very hard it was unpalatable language the language that he used i mean well just give you an idea um it's in the 13th chapter i guess you see you see what kind of <laughs> vidura is uncompromising in his speech sorry now this is in context with uh, the mahabharat situation where the war has already taken place and all the kauravas have died but the uh, father of the kauravas dhritarashtra was now staying under the care of the pandavas whom he always plotted against whom he always supported his son son's plan his son's duryodhan's plans were always to go against the pandavas and dhritarashtra always supported him and after the war the pandavas have been so nice that they you know uh, took uh, good care of uh, the elderly dhritarashtra and his wife gandhari despite all the plotting against them now vidura came and woke dhritarashtra up what are you doing here here so he said 
you see i am not going to read the sanskrit because it's going to take a little more time but you see insurmountable eternal time imperceptibly overcomes those who are too much attached to family affairs and are always engrossed in their thought mahatma vidura knew all this and therefore he addressed dhritarashtra saying my dear king please get out of here immediately do not delay just see how fear has overtaken you this is i'm reading from shrimad bhagavatam 1.13 uh, chapter first canto 13 chapter verses i think 17 onwards this frightful condition uh, frightful situation cannot be remedied by any person in this material world my lord it is the supreme personality of godhead as eternal time kala that has approached us all so the kala is very frightful it induces fear in us fear of death fear of old age fear of disease whoever is under the influence of supreme kala eternal time must surrender his most dear life and what to speak of other things such as wealth honor children land and home your father brother well-wishers and sons are all dead and passed away you yourself have expended the major portion of your life your body is now overtaken by invalidity and you are living in the home of another no he he showed no i mean on the surface it looks like he showed no mercy at all are how can you talk like that to an old man you know after all he's old you know who will take care of him no he did not care actually he cared the, the most he did not care for the body but he cared for the soul this is where it's it's difficult to identify a good friend because we take the satisfaction of our bodily senses as the index of our uh, happiness and then whoever supports it we take it uh, take him as our friend who whoever gives convenience to our body and its senses but here he is talking about coming and taking taking him out of the comfort zone and putting him in discomfort that tapasya is necessary now so you have been blind from your very birth you see how strong language is using you have been blind from your very birth and recently you have become hard of hearing your memory is shortened and your intelligence is disturbed your teeth are loose your liver is defective and you are coughing up mucus these are all signs of old age now one problem he already had that he was blind from birth and he was blind not only materially but also spiritually and he vidra was frank extremely straightforward and frank and this is what we require in this in this material world somebody who can tell us the truth without compromise without making a packaging and presenting it like a nice thing whoever shows us the naked truth of the material world how displeasing how disgusting it is however disgusting it is that person is our real friend see hard of hearing memory is shortened intelligence disturbed teeth are loose liver is defective coughing up mucus these are all signs of old age and what is old age it's a warning sign of death when our body starts to lose the power that it had in youth it's a sign that well become serious actually old age is a very very good um, reminder warning sign we know that you know um death we don't know when it comes that's one thing and especially this covid situation has put a lot of people in a lot of difficulty and many people died untimely i mean 30 years old 40 years old people are dying so death can come at any moment without warning even but um, the old age is a natural warning about death not that oh death suddenly came and i oh i did not know i did not prepare this no every day that is passing and every day the body becomes weaker especially after after youth 
I mean, I'm not saying that youth, strong senses means it's a kind of thing. Even, I mean, people can die at any time. Even in the prime of their youth, they can die. Accident, this, that, anything can happen. But the blindedness or, or the blinding of the illusion, the curtain of illusion is much thicker in youth. And we can't see through the frailty of this material body. And people like to experiment with their body in the youth in all kinds of ways. Some people are very adventurous. They do extremely dangerous stunts. Even sometimes just to make some prank videos, just to make some uh, uh, videos which get millions of views, they will do dangerous stunts. Uh, and sometimes people die doing that. And they try these adventurous sports. Like, like when I was a child, I always heard about Michael Schumacher, this F1 um, car racer. I mean, F1, what kind of a sport that is? It's just any time we can die. What kind of speed? If, if anything happens, almost nothing can save you. And I mean, every every um, game I mean has its own thing. So all these are playing with their body. In the youth, you know, one tries to do all these adventures. And also sometimes people play in another way. They do um, engage too much, involve in indulgence, sexual indulgence. And then they, they die of uh, AIDS or you know something like that. So, in the youth, this curtain of illusion is very thick. But as youth wanes away, this warning, the warning signs of death uh, become more prominent. And the digestive system becomes weakened. Mm? And especially when we hit 35, 40, already it starts. The early signs start already. So, you know, slowly reminding us. Just like Parikshit Maharaj, he got this warning, okay, you have seven days. Now, we don't have a warning, but old age is a natural warning. And people who are spiritually educated, they will definitely take this as a great impetus for being reminded all the time that I need to get ready for the final exam. The time is coming. So, these are all the symptoms. Then he said, Alas, how powerful are the hopes of a living and living being to continue his life? Verily, you are living just like a household dog and are eating remnants of food given by Bhima. <laughs> just when we thought it was harsh, like, you know, Dhiradas, he is saying it is very harsh, very harsh language indeed. And now it has become even harsher. He is calling him a dog now. Household dog. What is the Grihapalavat, you see? Grihapala. I think this we we have touched touched upon in that uh, what is this uh, Tatvadarshan show also about the parenting about Vedic motherhood. So it's a very important point. Grihapalavat. Grihapala means Grihapalaka means one who takes care of the house. Like Dwarapalaka means the uh, doorkeeper who are guards who take care of. Who guard the how, uh, guard the door entrance of the like uh, Jay and Vijay? They were Dwarapalakas of Vaikuntha, doorkeepers of Vaikuntha. So Palaka means one who maintains or one ones who takes care. So one who takes care, he is called Palaka. Now Griha Palaka. Everybody, everybody in this world, including animals and humans, they are Griha Palakas. They try to maintain their Griha means not only just this home structure. Home means the family within. Uh, it's not that every single home one guards. One guards his own home because his family members are staying there. It's his personal den. So, 
he is protecting because he is attachment his his family so now that is of course a duty but there is material protection and there is spiritual protection now material protection will happen sometimes the breadwinner of the family dies and still the family goes on um for somehow or other so that is possible but of course as long as one is living one has to take care of his family if he has taken the responsibility of family life he has to take care but just providing for the material benefits of the family or material necessities and taking care of the house like that on guarding it from um, any disturbance that is a grihapalaka because a dog can also protect the material home but the dog cannot protect the inhabitants of the home spiritually it can give material protection spiritual protection means what everybody has to be engaged in krishna's service every it is a responsibility of uh, the leader of the any leader not only of the family but of the country but of the society anything if one accepts a leadership position his duty is that he has to give moksha to his dependents so we have seen that verse many many times shrimad bhagavatam kanto 5 chapter 5 text 18 you should know this by now by heart गुरुर्न सजनो न सिता न सननी न सान दैव न तत्पति सोचेद्य समुपेत मृत्यु वन हू कैन नॉट डेलीवर हिज डिपेंडेंट्स फ्रॉम द पाथ ऑफ रिपीटेड बर्थ एंड डेथ शुड नेवर बिकम अ स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर अ फादर अ हजबेंड अ मदर और अ वर्शिपेबल डेमी गॉड सो वन कैन नॉट एक्सेप्ट दीज पोजिशन सो द रेस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी इज द स्पिरिचुअल प्रोटेक्शन this is the this is for humans so human life means we have to protect our spiritual interests nate vidu swarthagatim hi vishnu our swarthagati is vishnu and we have to protect that individually and collectively of the family of the society as a whole as a human civilization as a whole so this is the whole point so otherwise we become just like grahapalaka dog you see you become like a household dog and you can't even protect materially you're just being maintained like some dogs they are you know like ferocious and you know fierce and they can actually legitimately protect their the home at least materially but you know those small small puppies you know like oh cute cute you know all those hairy uh, <laughs> hairy and then they cannot do anything <laughs> they just live at the expense of the owner and they can't even protect the house one slap and the dog will go unconscious means but big dogs like bulldog or you know all these big big ones they are like super strong uh, they at least can you know do some real damage to any intruder but what can these small small dogs do uh, so this is dhritarashtra has been reduced to that state and are eating the remnants of food given by bhima Bhima was his arch rival because he killed the, all the sons of Dhritarashtra, and that Bhima's remnants were eating. What kind of language you see? There is no need to live a degraded life and subsist on the charity of those whom you tried to kill by arson and poisoning. He reminded him him of all the vicious things he has done towards the Pandavas in his younger days. You tried to kill the Pandavas by arson. Arson means fire. you know setting the lack palace on fire and poisoning he tried to poison uh, bhima when he was just a boy 
so from the very early early days of the childhood of this pandavas he maintained enmity with them and now he is saying vidura is reminding him there is no need to live a degraded life and subsist on the charity of those whom you tried to kill by arson and poisoning you are you also insulted one of their wives and usurped their kingdom and wealth हृतम क्षेत्र धनम Despite your unwillingness to die and your desire to live even at the cost of honor and prestige <laughs> you are he is saying you are ready to sacrifice your honor and prestige uh, you know just to just to live this is your unwillingness to die how much attached to your to your you are to this body which is not only growing old but has been blind from birth how much attached you are to you know like a worm in the stool your miserly body will certainly so despite your unwillingness to die and your desire to live even at the cost of honor and prestige your miserly body will certainly dwindle and deteriorate like an old garment this is from bhagavad gita straight out of bhagavad gita vasam sijirnani yatha vihaya navani grahani naroparani so this is our body will be given up just like an old garment and also you see your desire to live even at the cost of honor and prestige if you see bhagavad gita that is also from bhagavad gita See, 234. Krishna is telling Arjuna, Akirtim chaapi bhutani kathai shyantite vyayam sambhavitasya chakirtir maranadatirichyate. People will always speak of your infamy and for a respectable person, dishonor is worse than death. Sambhavitasya chakirtir maranadatirichyate. Maranam is uh, better than being sambhavitasya. Akirti means ill fame. To be dishonored is worse than death. But Vidura is saying, you have sacrificed even your honor just for life. What is your, what kind of position you are living in? Then he says, he is called undisturbed, Vidura is saying. He is called undisturbed who goes to an unknown remote place and freed from all obligations, quits his material body when it has become useless. He who dies in... seclusion without anybody knowing uh, that is the most glorious death of course in the in the company of devotees it's even better but at least as a, a away from the materialistic relatives and all these people because that is the worst possible death the attachment is so strong at that time because all the people that we look at we, we want to live with them but we can't and that excessive attachment brings a lot of pain and that actually you know takes the soul to a lowly destination so then he is saying he is certainly a first class man who awakens and understands either by himself or from others the fa- the falsity and misery of this material world and thus leaves home and depends fully on the personality of godhead residing within his heart and although here he said svakat parato va see yah svakat parato veha jata nirveda atmavan hridikritva harim gehat pravrajet sa narottamah so here by his own awakening svakat or paratahva or by hearing from another you see 
either by himself or from others if he understands but the problem is by himself he cannot understand that's why we have that verse no shrimad bhagavatam svatona sambhavad anyas tatvagnyo gyanado bhavet 11:22:10 see anadya vidya yuktasya purushasyaatmavedanam स्वतो न संभवादन्यस्तत्वज्ञो ज्ञानदो भवेत बिकॉज अ पर्सन हू हैज बीन कवर्ड बाय इग्नोरेंस सिंस टाइम एंड मेमोरियल इज नॉट केपेबल ऑफ इफेक्टिंग हिज ओन सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन देयर मस्ट बी सम अदर पर्सनालिटी हू इज इन फैक्चुअल नॉलेज ऑफ द एब्सोल्यूट ट्रूथ एंड कैन इम्पार्ट दिस नॉलेज टू हिम सी स्वतः द सेम दिस इज नॉट पॉसिबल बाय आवर ओन एंडवर ऑल दो हियर विद्रा सेड इधर बाय वन ओन एंडवर ऑल फ्रॉम द हेल्प ऑफ अदर्स of course even from the help after hearing others one has to still make one's own uh, move forward but under the guidance of somebody who is who has actually opened the eyes and showed the path uh, we don't know where to go if we don't know the path if the path is if the path is not lighted up for us we don't know where to go so the one who opens up the path and drags us by our hand by our by our ear he is a very good friend now i'm showing you this whole episode of vidura versus shakuni the two kind of advisors now this is the same position and dhritarashtra we are actually blind it's a perfect um, not only of a historical fact what happened in the mahabharat dhritarashtra vidura and shakuni but it draws very good parallels in our own life we are like the dhritarashtra blind blind after the material sense gratification blindly following our senses and following the ill advisor our mind because we are blind we think oh shakuni has eyes uh, he is much better of qualified than me so he will let him i will take his advice because of false ego we have been blinded and this shakuni like mind is advising us against our um I mean goodwill. Now that Shakuni may be like you know very good friend. He may not mean anything uh, bad for. He did not mean anything bad for Dhritarashtra. But he himself being bad, his definition of good was bad. Shakuni's definition of good was at any expense. These uh, sons of Dhritarashtra must be the rulers. Even that means completely offending the pure devotees of the Lord, the Pandavas. So his definition of good means the sense gratification of dhritarashtra and his sons so um that itself is bad in fact it is said uh, in strategy that it is better to have an intelligent enemy than a foolish friend it is better to have an intelligent enemy than a foolish friend and that's what our mind is now at the moment it's a foolish friend he is a friend he has all good will for us but he is a fool and we are greater fool that we are listening to this fool of our mind instead of correcting him and taming him we are listening to the fool of our mind and he is misleading us and we are following so but the mind can be made into our actual friend so a foolish friend is actually an enemy right why an intelligent enemy is better than a foolish friend why 
because intelligent enemy you at least know that this is our this is my enemy and he is very intelligent and i will prepare myself uh, i will take all measures i will take extra caution when i am dealing with this uh, enemy and the thing is i i i know that i this is my enemy and because i know he is intelligent i will be extra cautious but with this mind who is a foolish friend we confide in it we tell all our secrets to our mind do we do that with the intelligent enemy no and our friend so called friend this mind foolishly takes that secrets and then use it against us thinking that he is you know helping us and so the damage done by the foolish friend by this wrong advice that we receive from our mind is greater and also our guard is down we our guard is down when we are dealing with a friend right if i am dealing with an enemy i will be very you know uh, i will put all kinds of defense system i will not directly meet with him or something like that but when i am dealing with a friend i mean if he really is a trickster he will just pop out one knife and you know slit the throat in a moment's notice we i mean we are very vulnerable with a friend right so we are taking the mind as our friend but he is a fool ah uh, so but we are listening to the mind so just see how we have um i mean made a strong partnership with an enemy in the name of a friend so that's what today's verse is all about instead of shakuni we should make friends with vidura and the problem is <laughs> the language of vidura was not very palatable <laughs> it's not a problem the problem is with us we want sweet poison rather than bitter medicine so maya is like the sweet poison i think i made a tiktok video about it no sweet face i think it's a less than 1 minute video i think maybe somebody can put the link up in the comments so this sweet poison it is tasty but it kills us whereas bitter medicine it doesn't taste nice but it's what will save us so that that's why since we are so weak in handling this mind therefore we need another person that is the guru svatona sambhavadanya tatvagnyo gyanado bhavet svatona sambhavat see he is incapable not capable of effect of affecting his own self realization na sambhavat we are completely unable to tame our mind we need the spiritual master and that is why guru is absolutely necessary in human life just now that that's why this verse that 1087:33 if you remember vijita rishika rishika vayu bhiradanta manasturagam vesana shatanvita you see vesana 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 means distress or you know problems shatanvita hundreds vesana shatanvita samavahaya guroscharanam so if we give up abandon the feet of spirit, the spiritual master and encounter hundreds of obstacles in the cultivation of various distressful practices because all practice yoga indriya samyama yoga means actually prabhupad mentioned nicely in this 66 uh, purport 
first line of the purport if you remember just now we read it that is you see here the purpose of practicing eightfold yoga is to control the mind in order to make it a friend in discharging the human mission that is the whole purpose of yoga system to make it our friend so there is there is the link the tiktok video the sweet poison thing <clears throat> so um one was conquered the mind so this purpose of practicing yoga is to conquer the mind make it a friend but if we don't understand this thing the real purpose of yoga and then by that yoga nowadays yoga is being done for you know just for sense gratification that is not yoga so if we abandon the main thing in yoga is first of all you have to have a spiritual master adho guruvashrayam sadharma pricha first in, the first thing in human life human life starts with adho guruvashrayam that is the beginning of actual human life until one has surrendered to a guru one is an animal dvipada pashu because an animal is wild animal is wild so our mind is wild now anybody who is sitting with that wild animal of the mind is is a animal himself there's a difference between animal and man animal cannot control his mind human can control his mind and if a human does not control his mind he is an animal and what is the controlling of mind to this is the this is the thing mana eva manushyanam karanam bandha mokshayoh <coughs> the mana mind is the cause of both bandha and moksha bondage and liberation bandhaya vishaya sango muktyai nirvishayam manah so the mind absorbed in sense of objects is the cause of bondage and mind detached from the sense objects is the cause of liberation so that is the that is the meaning of controlling the mind detaching it from the sense objects so sense objects detachment means what we can't detach ourselves staying away from the sense objects but we have we, we should detach ourselves from the desire to enjoy them we should know that everything belongs to krishna and we have to use them in krishna's service in that in that con, uh, consciousness one can use every single seeming sense sense gratificatory object in krishna's service like recently we put out a video of uh, 10 tiktoks that we did about krishna so this tiktok is a very contaminating platform otherwise um you know for material it's a great uh, source of wastage of time and it's completely most of the thing i mean 99.9% there's practically no spiritual content in any of the channels whether tv or whether it's uh, facebook instagram or but tiktok is addictive to many people because it's a short format so people attention span is so short and they want instant gratification and newer and newer and newer and newer things junk food just like junk food you can you know fast food what is a fast food everything was on fast 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 entertainment fast everything uh, from tv to come to youtube is already fast because on demand like if i want to watch a movie in the early days they used to be able to i mean they have to buy, buy a ticket to the movie theater and then go there and get the seat and then sit down and watch and then later on it became tv oh they can sit in the house 
and watch don't need no need to go anywhere but then next youtube came oh now no need to because in house one tv is there and like five people are there and each want to watch them different thing and there is fighting oh i they i will put this channel i will put this channel so there is fighting huh and then phone came oh even better on demand whenever i want and everybody all the five people can be on their phones in the same room but lost to their own uh, this thing and they can watch whatever movie they want they don't need to wait for that scheduled time you know they they don't need to be any conflict anymore in the house oh your program your program is same time and my program is same time how can we watch on the same tv huh so now phone okay you watch your program i will watch my program at my convenience your convenience everybody so convenience is increasing fast food fast and now that also is even shortened 15 minutes 15 seconds 15 seconds this tiktoks all 15 seconds 1 minute max so fast 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 so this junk we are consuming every day so this is a big enemy of our time enemy enemy of of the soul these things but the same thing can be used in krishna's service and it can be educative hmm. okay never never mind if they have short span okay in that short span let them uh, learn something positive learn something about krishna learn something about their own life so that was the whole um, thinking behind that project tiktoks so um so that we going to continue again but you see so this is the thing everything can be used in two ways but we need uh guidance from the guru how to do it properly so um detachment from sense objects means detachment from the desire to enjoy those sense objects they only are sense objects when in my mind the desire is to enjoy my senses but when I, when our desire changes to serving krishna they are no more sense objects but they become krishna's objects so we use them in service of krishna uh, when the, the thing is and they are actually objects they are not sense objects or krishna actually they are krishna's objects but they are objects now when we think we are we have to derive pleasure our senses should derive pleasure or we should derive pleasure through other senses through these objects then they are termed as sense objects but actually they are all krishna's objects ishavasamidam sarvam everything is krishna's and there's no such thing as sense object but in our mind we have formulated a wrong formula and thought that everything is ours so that's when the problem happens and why we made that mistake shakuni our mind shakuni in uh, sanskrit we say apashakunam still telugu also in my language apashakunam means <laughs> the bad omen bad omen it means you know those bad um, signs you know this um, like if you see a like they say if you see a black cat cross, crossing your path uh, it's a bad omen means if you're going somewhere and then a black cat passes your path uh, you know it's not going to be auspicious so these are signs this is actually a signs um the art of omen i mean the knowledge of omens mm-hmm. it is there but sometimes people uh, make many things the omens and become superstitious about them but it is a signs actually so this is also warning signs which help us um predict the future a little bit so this is also krishna's way of giving us the sixth sense uh, a glimpse into the future a slight glimpse so anyway apashakunam means this this uh, bad omen so this bad omen shakuni he is like the apashakunam 
and our mind right now is like that it's a bad woman uh, but we can make it a good woman <laughs> uh, so that is why uh, making it krishna conscious savai manah krishna padaravind yo ambarish maharaj did that he you know uh, first of all fixed his mind on krishna and then all the other senses followed and his whole life was engaged in krishna's service the central point is the mind and mind to control the mind we cannot uh, what is that subdue without uh, i mean power of krishna like if we with one hand uh, try to control a wild animal or say a storm how to control a storm we can't control the storm but mind is even difficult than that so that is also said by arjuna you know right 6.34 vayoriva sudushkaram so how to control so krishna has to control it so we have to surrender to krishna and he will control like arjuna's chariot the horses krishna controlled krishna moved those horses and therefore it was i mean arjuna was perfectly safe not even a single hair on his head was touched by all the great generals so that happens when we give the control to krishna and let krishna control but we must uh, know that when krishna controls then we has we are surrendering our independence also you see uh, that but that surrender of independence is necessary uh, the voluntarily we have to accept some control like for example everybody every country has a freedom fighting you know uh, history they have fought for their freedom now even after freedom you still want some control you want a government absolute freedom is uh, we can't handle freedom <laughs> will become chaotic like if there is absolutely no government complete freedom from any law then we will be, we will not even feel safe anarchy is one of the i mean most dangerous if if there is a place with anarchy that's the most dangerous place to live right so we want that control in fact that is our nature by nature we want to be controlled hmm because we are female and female is meant to be controlled by the male and the male is krishna we are all prakriti we are female female is to be is controlled uh, and i think prabhupad was once asked um, the, by one woman reporter should the women be subservient to men um prabhupad said not should be they are by nature they are subservient yeah. their so called freedom is just to um you know dress attractively so that you know then proper said the attractive dressing means ah here i am take me as subservient i am here for your enjoyment why they dress um, you know improperly and all the, do the you know all wrong things they want to be taken as subservient they want to be they want they present themselves as objects of enjoyment to the men and that's the problem so by nature we are subservient Uh, so um we want somebody to control over us and we voluntarily give up our complete freedom in uh, in exchange for protection like if we had no government it would be <laughs> yeah, we will die you know 
they're kind of anarchic anarchy uh, because there will be gangsters there will be everything and there will be no control so we voluntarily give up portion of our freedom in exchange for protection now if we want complete protection we have to completely give up our freedom and surrender to krishna that is called surrender surrender means 100% giving up our freedom that's why the pure devotees they pray that let this freedom go to hell let this freedom be cast to the waters i want to be just bhavantam eva anucharam nirantaram prashanta nishesha mano what is that prashanta nishesha mano rathantaram let's let's take that first कदाहमकांतिकहर्षयिष्यामि सनाथजीवित सनाथजीवित दिस् ईज विद अ फिटिंग मास्टर लिविंग विद अ फिटिंग मास्टर नॉट ऐ डोट वॉन्ट टू बी अनाथ अनाथ मीन्स ऐ हेव नो नाथ ऐ हेव नो प्रोटेक्टर नो गार्डियन बट सनाथ मीन्स विथ नाउ वी आर यू नो वी आर लिविंग लाइक ऑर्फन्स इन दिस वर्ल्ड वी हेव gave up the protection given up the protection of the lord and then now here we are living as an orphan now here the prayer is bhavantam evanu charanaran now let's see by serving you constantly one is freed from all material desires and is completely pacified when shall i engage as your permanent eternal servant and always feel joyful to have such a perfect master i want to be i want to live like this under your protection to hell with my so called freedom i have i have experimented with it and Uh, for trillions of years that mind took me for a ride roller coaster ride not just like a smooth ride roller coaster sometime up sometime down bhramatam upariyadha you know we're going up and down in this revolving cycle of birth and death so enough enough of this nonsense uh, let me sacrifice my so called independence and surrender to you but the thing is that when one surrenders to krishna actually one becomes independent he becomes independent of the control of maya perfect dependence on god will make us independent of the control of maya see our freedom our independence is should be from the control of a foreign power like in india i come from india so india was under british rule now there was freedom fighting now freedom was achieved now they had their own government so basically they want a government but they want their own government they want they don't want a foreign force to you know um, colonize them now we have been colonized by maya and put in here as slaves of maya why because we ventured outside the protection of krishna and now we have been colonized by maya now when we talk about independence um we are ta- we should know that independence means not just complete independence of anything we can't be like that only the lord is farat first verse of bhagavatam janmadyas yatonvayad iti itaratas charteshu abhignah swarat he is the one only one can that can be completely independent without any dependence on anything else everyone else is def- dependent on him eko bahunam yo vidhati kaman 
నిత్యోనిత్యానాం చేతనశ్చేతనానాం దాట్ వన్ పర్సన్ ఎవ్రీబడి ఎల్స్ డిపెండ్స్ ఆన్ హిమ్ సో వీ ఆర్ బై నేచర్ టు బి డిపెండెంట్ నా ఇదర్ వీ సరెండర్ టు ద ఫారెన్ రూల్ ఆర్ వీ ఫైట్ ఫర్ అవర్ ఇండిపెండెన్స్ అండ్ బీ కంట్రోల్ బై అవర్ ఓన్ మాస్టర్ అవర్ రియల్ మాస్టర్ కృష్ణ దాట్ ఈస్ ద ఫ్రీడమ్ ఫైటింగ్ దట్ వీ హ్యావ్ టు డూ సో ఇన్ నా ఇన్ డిపెండెన్స్ లైజ్ ఇండిపెండెన్స్ సో ఇన్ ఇన్ ద డిపెండెన్స్ ఆఫ్ కృష్ణ లైజ్ అవర్ యాక్చువల్ ఇండిపెండెన్స్ సో ఇన్ డిపెండెన్స్ లైజ్ ఇండిపెండెన్స్ సో దట్ ఈస్ ద హోల్ పాయింట్ అండ్ ద మైండ్ ఈజ్ అవర్ గ్రేటెస్ట్ ఎనిమీ ఇన్ దిస్ హోల్ ఆబ్స్టికల్ అవర్ అవర్ బిగ్గెస్ట్ ఆబ్స్టికల్ సో హౌ టు డీల్ విత్ ఇట్ ట్యాక్ట్ఫులీ ట్యాక్ట్ఫులీ సో దాట్ వీ మేక్ ఇట్ అవర్ యాక్చువల్ ఫ్రెండ్ నా వీ కాంట్ ఫైట్ విత్ ద మైండ్ బట్ వీ కెన్ టర్న్ హిజ్ దిస్ థింగ్ అండ్ అండ్ మేక్ ఇట్ మేక్ హిమ్ అవర్ ఫ్రెండ్ సో హెవ్ టు టేమ్ జస్ట్ లైక్ అ వైల్డ్ యానిమల్ ఇఫ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ టేమ్డ్ దెన్ యూ కెన్ బి అవర్ ఫ్రెండ్ సో టేమింగ్ ఇస్ నెసెసరీ దర్ ఫోర్ సో దిస్ టేమింగ్ ఈస్ డన్ బై ఫస్ట్ ఆఫ్ ఆల్ సరెండరింగ్ అవర్ బికాస్ వీ కాంట్ డూ ఆన్ అవర్ సెల్ఫ్ ఆన్ అవర్ ఓన్ స్ట్రెంగ్త్ వీ హ్యావ్ టు సరెండర్ టు అవర్ స్పిరిచువల్ మాస్టర్ ఆదో గురువాశ్రయం దట్స్ వై అనదర్ వర్సెస్ ఆల్సో దర్ మెనీ వర్సెస్ ఆర్ మైండ్ కంట్రోల్ యాక్చువల్లీ ప్రభు షోడ్ మెనీ మెనీ వర్సెస్ ఫ్రమ్ ప్రభుపాస్ బుక్స్ సారీ అబౌట్ దట్ సో శ్రీమద్ భాగవతం ఫైవ్ డాట్ ఎలెవెన్ డాట్ సెవెంటీన్ వీ కెన్ సీ భ్రాతృవ్యమేనం తదద్రవీర్యం ఉపేక్షయాధ్యేధితమప్రమత్త గురోర్హరేశ్చరణోపాసనాస్త్రో జహివ్యలీకం స్వయమాత్మమోషం దిస్ అన్కంట్రోల్డ్ మైండ్ ఈస్ ద గ్రేటెస్ట్ ఎనమీ ఆఫ్ ద లివింగ్ ఎంటిటీ ఇఫ్ వన్ నెగ్లెక్ట్స్ ఇట్ ఆర్ గివ్స్ ఇట్ అ ఛాన్స్ ఇట్ విల్ గ్రో మోర్ అండ్ మోర్ పవర్ఫుల్ అండ్ విల్ బికమ్ విక్టోరియస్ అండ్ విల్ బికమ్ విల్ బికమ్ లూజర్స్ although it is not factual it is very strong it covers the condition constitutional position of the soul o king please try to conquer this mind by the weapon of service to the lotus feet of the spiritual master and of the supreme personality of godhead do this with great care hmm. so do surrender to the spiritual master and take what is what is the meaning of surrender ah yes prabhu good good yes jay shila prabhu pad surrendered <laughs> <laughs> surrender means taking his order as the only moving force in our life na uh, completely his order should be our life force we should breathe his order only that's it so we should live on that platform we should not breathe anything else just like now with this covid um you know we are seeing especially in india that there is oxygen shortage and what is happening they're gasping for breath and they're dying many people so this guru's order should be our oxygen our breathing uh, actually without uh, inhaling oxygen i mean people die right so like that if we don't inhale in other words if we don't make breathing the order of spiritual master means as much as breath you know if we stop our breath our life is gone so similarly our spiritual life is gone as long as we don't uh, breathe the order of the spiritual master we have to live by that in fact um 
there is uh, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur has written on the, his commentary on the 2.41 verse of uh, Bhagavad Gita. This Vyavasayatmika uh, Buddhi Ekeha Kurunandana Ekeha and you see Bahushakhahi Anantascha Buddhayo Avyavasayanam those who are on this path are resolute in purpose and their aim is one. O beloved child of the Kurus, the intelligence of those who are irresolute is many branched. So when the mind is not resolute, not fixed, ekena, ekeha. And Krishna also said, Sarvadharman Parityajya Maam Ekam Sharanam That eka, that one-pointed attention should be on Krishna. And that will not be possible if we don't accept the order of the spiritual master as our life and soul. So, the order of the spiritual master, that every in every aspect, however small it may be, we have to follow his order. Anything, like, um, like even to the point of, Prabhupada said, when, you know, one devotee had a lot of hair, uh, then, you know, uh, long hair, you know, he was having, and Prabhupada said, what is that? Because he was saying, Prabhupada, I, we did this program, we did that program, we did everything, you know, his, He's saying, you know, he's giving a preaching report to Prabhupada and, you know, because Prabhupada always likes to hear these preaching uh, reports, like how many books were sold or, you know, something like that. So, he was giving that kind of report. We had this program, we had that program and everything. So, after he finished, Prabhupada said, what is this? So, he didn't like it. So, he's, you know, because long hair. What is this long hair? Uh, So, he wanted shaved, clean. So, even to that extent, we have to follow. Because any chance of a little bit we move away, ah, Maya will take it. Maya will notice. It's just like, you know, in a ship. A ship is safe as long as there is not a single crack in the hull of the ship. If there is a single crack, the ocean will know how to seep through and sink the ship. The ocean will will not wait even a millisecond to enter into the crack and enter the ship. The ocean will not wait a millisecond. So, Maya will not wait a millisecond. No time wastage. Maya is so alert. She is the servant of Krishna, you know, Durga. (laughs) She is so very alert. And the moment a little crack, a little crack, it may not be very much, little, that's it, enough for Maya. To seep and all our this thing is lost eventually eventually the, what will what the ocean will do when the ship is moving and then the crack is there and when the ocean with such pressure it enters it will make the hole bigger and bigger and bigger and sink the ship so we are you know navigating these dangerous waters of the material existence and our ship has to be absolutely watertight and for that we have to take the order of the spiritual master. He has to be Guru Karnadharam. He has to be the captain. If we want to, like, captain knows how to, able captain, he knows how to navigate the ship. But if I want to navigate the ship myself without any expertise, I will hit the iceberg like the Titanic did. And then what happens? Sink to the bottom. So that's what will happen. And we'll go down in this ocean of material existence, you know, in the lower species of life. So, Guru is very, very important. And therefore, it is another example 
comparing the mind to wild animals is given here fifth canto sixth chapter verses 2 3 and 4 rishuruvacha satyamuktam kint oh this is oh this is actually uh, prose not uh, verse satyamuktam kint viva va ekena manaso adha vishrambham anavasthanasya shathakirata iva sangachhante shathakirata <laughs> cunning hunter shila sukadev goswami replied my dear king you have spoken correctly however after after capturing animals a cunning hunter does not put faith in them for they might run away similarly those who are advanced in spiritual life do not put faith in the mind how this hunter deals with that wild animals we have to deal with the mind like that even you see after capturing animals <clears throat> now sometimes we may capture the mind okay prabhu i am chanting hari krishna <clears throat> i am reading prabhu's books i feel much better than i was when i was a karmi okay that's good so there is some kind of a control over the mind so even after that we should not put faith in the mind even after you know we have taken to krishna consciousness movement we should not put faith in the mind oh prabhu now i am in krishna consciousness now my mind is my best friend no is a worst enemy still as long as we consider the mind as our friend immediately he becomes our enemy when he friend means a friend in need is a friend in need as i say so when we take counsel from the mind that's when the mind is the worst enemy but when we give counsel to the mind okay mind think of krishna now order the mind tame the mind so then yes the mind will do whatever we say but if we become subservient to the mind oh my now my mind is friendly so now it is in krishna consciousness now i'll take advice from my mind no never taking advice from the mind is our greatest fall fault we should never do that the mind should always be under subjugation that is the meaning of goswami means he subjugates the mind yada samharate chayam kurmongani va sarvashah like a tortoise whenever he wants he will manifest the legs whenever he doesn't want he will you know withdraw his limbs into the shell so a uh, uh, spiritually disciplined person discipline means disciple disciple means discipline so unless one is a disciple one cannot be having discipline that means disciple means he must take a guru and he must obey the orders of the guru and that is discipline discipline means not uh, relying i mean i take the orders from somewhere and then execute it without any um you know like no leniency hmm. so there has to be a force like that so that is the guru so guru will guide us like that and we have to follow every single thing every however small it may seem prabhu this is small thing no initiation time i did not i was not asked to do this i was not asked whether i should shave my head you know only four principles uh, chanting 69 mangalarati bhagavatam in i i don't remember uh, you know this shaving head you know everything matters because shaving head or anything is a small crack it may be a small crack but just like now covid singapore government what it did some cases went up a little bit compared to india or other countries is nothing but you see how careful measures have been taken immediately when there is like 10 cases uh, already everything again what is that control movement control so we have to be vigilant like that 
uh, little bit there oh oh there is 10 cases only no what is there uh, let it uh, no no danger nothing 10 people 10 people out of 6 million 7 million people what is there you know hardly anything you know but no that will become immediately it will exponentially grow <laughs> similarly the epidemic if we allow in the virus a little bit maya virus immediately it will infect and exponentially it will grow without us knowing it will become out of control uh, so there is a small crack immediately the ocean will make it into a big hole a <coughs> uh, uh, hole means you know uh, there is a you know this thing and then uh, water is coming through but water will become part of the ship now hole means water will enter the ship but then that is when it is when it is a hole but then the ocean it enters the ship and it makes bigger and bigger it no more water is entering the, entering the ship the ship the ship will enter the ocean not the ocean is entering into the ship but <coughs> if the <coughs> if the hole is allowed then water will not will not enter the ship ship will enter the waters <laughs> so we will become part of the ocean not ocean will become part of the ship see the difference so um if we allow maya to seep in a little bit we will become submerged in maya rock bottom sea floor we will reach the abyss and that means revolving in the cycle of birth and death in abominable species of life so you see they might run away even after capturing after capturing is not talking about before capturing after capturing so even in krishna consciousness however advanced one may be <coughs> one should not be lenient Five eight eight. Tasya hava ena kunaka uchay reetasmin krita nijabhimanasya krita nijabhimanasya harahas tad poshana palana lalana prina na anudhya anudhyaena anudhyaena atma niyamaha sahayamaha purusha paricharyadaya ekaikasha katipayena har ganena viyujjamana kila sarva evodasan evodavasan. Especially you see how. gradually maharaj bharat you see he was advanced he captured his mind so much so that he left his beautiful wife his unrivaled kingdom on earth his uh, obedient children his perfect kingdom who will want to leave such place who will want to leave such comforts nobody but he controlled his mind he left without the slightest thought left to the forest and started meditating on krishna even then you see he put some faith in his mind or oh, now i'm very self controlled uh, let me save this animal water crack started before he knew he was submerged he became a deer same became affectionate toward the deer he began to raise it and maintain it and by giving it grass he was always careful to protect it from the attack attacks of tigers and other animals when it itched he petted it and in this way he always tried to keep it in a comfortable condition he sometimes kissed it out of love being attached to raising the deer maharaj bharat forgot the rules and regulations for the advancement of spiritual life and he gradually forgot to worship the supreme personality of godhead and after a few days he forgot everything about his spiritual advancement submerged purport from this we can understand how we have to be very cautious in executing our spiritual duties by observing the rules and regulations and regularly chanting the hari krishna maha mantra if we neglect doing this we will eventually fall down 
we must rise early in the morning bathe attend mangalarati worship the deities chant the hari krishna mantra study the vedic literatures and follow all the rules prescribed by the acharyas and the spiritual master not just these rules but all the rules mangalarati worshiping deity chanting rising in the morning bathing this is all rules but prabhupada said and all f- rules that means whatever other rules are given by the acharya we have to follow if we deviate from this process we may fall down even though we may be very highly advanced dangerous similarly those who are advanced you see just like the cunning hunter he does not put faith in the animals he captured similarly those who are advanced in spiritual life do not put faith in the mind indeed they always remain vigilant and watch the mind's action तथाचोक्तम न कुरियाख्यम मनसे हिअनवस्थिते यद्विश्रंभाचिराचीर्णम चस्कंदतपाईश्वरम एक्चुअली लेट्स गो टू द प्रीवियस वर्स सत्यमुक्तम किंतु इह वा एके न मनसः अद्धाविश्रंभम विश्रंभम मींस फेथफुल न न मनसः अद्धाविश्रंभम वी शुड नॉट पुट अद्धा मींस डायरेक्टली वी शुड नॉट डायरेक्टली पुट आवर फेथ इन द माइंड anavasthanasya being unsteady see the mind is unsteady so we cannot put faith shatha kiratah kiratah means hunter shatha means cunning eva sangachhante we should become like the cunning hunter who does not put faith vishrambham na manasah adha vishrambham na manasodha vishrambham So here it is said all the learned scholars have given their opinion the mind is by nature very restless and one should not make friends with it again you see all these verses are pointing to the same thing if we place full confidence in the mind it may cheat us at any moment even lord shiva became agitated upon seeing the mohini form of krishna uh, lord krishna and saubhari muni also fell down from the mature stage of yogic perfection next nityam dadati kamasya chhidram tam manuyerayah yogina krita maitrasya patyurja eva pumshali not only bharat maharaj even brahma shiva <coughs> saubhari muni uh, these are mentioned examples uh, an unchaste woman is very easily carried away by paramours and it sometimes appears that her husband is violently killed by her paramours If the yogi gives his mind a chance and does not restrain it his mind will give facility to enemies like lust anger and greed and they will doubtlessly kill the yogi Now the mind can be our friend or enemy but what makes the mind an enemy because lust is haunting this mind Now we know from the third chapter of Bhagavad Gita that lust is our enemy Krishna actually defined not the mind as our enemy because you see what Arjuna's question is actually 3.36 Arjuna uvacha athakena prayuktoyam papam charati purushah anichchanna pivarshnaya baladivaniyojitah Arjuna said oh descendant of Vrishni by what is one impelled to sinful acts even unwillingly as if engaged by force uh, even we don't want to commit sinful activities but we are forced to commit them you know somehow or other like we cannot control them why krishna said shri bhagavan vacha kama esha krodha esha rajoguna samudbhavaha mahashano mahapapma vidhyanam iha vairinam the supreme personality of god said it is lust only arjuna which is born of contact with the material modes of passion and later transformed into wrath and which is the all devouring sinful enemy of this world so lust is actually our enemy but a person haunted by lust like a ghost is our enemy but a person haunted by a ghost 
will be also our enemy but if the ghost is removed from that person by some you know this uh, what is that called the what are they called ghostbusters um they do some mantra or something you know chants tantric so the mantra that releases the mind from the ghost the haunting of the ghost is the hari krishna mahamantra so when the ghost of the lust is gone ah now the mind is our best friend so you see here 3.40 indriyani mano buddhir asyadhishthanam uchyate etair vimoha yatyesha jnanam avrityo dehinam the senses the mind and the intelligence are the sitting places of this lust just like the ghost where does he sit he sits in the mind he conquers the mind of the person whom he haunts so his mind acts deliriously he will do things completely unheard of before because of the mind so the ghost knows how to um attack the most vital organ just like some virus like this virus is attacking the lungs it is also a vital organ in the gross body and some they attack i don't know maybe digestive system or some they attack heart something like that like a venom a snake when it bites what it does actually why it is called a venom why, what makes it poison because it coagulates the blood the blood becomes hardened and becomes lump and when the blood flow is stopped like that that's it the heart finish it, it cannot survive anymore so the blood becomes thickened and thickened as the poison mixes with the blood it becomes thickened and then it will cut the flow of blood blood and to the heart and then the heart gives up so it affects the heart so this thing that damages us is either venom or the virus or whatever they affect crucial parts of our body hmm similarly the ghost he will attra- uh, he will attack the crucial part of the subtle body these virus and all venom they affect the gross body but not the subtle of course we get the anxiety and that's how the subtle body because we are attached but directly the ghost attacks the subtle body and through that it will influence the gross body so it has taken see the lust which is the ghost maya huh? what is that um maya grasta jivir hoy she bhav udoy um pishachi pishachi paile jena mati channa hoy pishachi paile jena mati channa hoy maya grasta jivir hoy she bhav udoy if uh, just like the pishachi like the ghost when one haunts uh, ghost haunts someone he mati channa his his consciousness becomes covered and he acts like the ghost wants to act so similarly maya grasta jivir hoy shei bhava udoy one who is haunted by maya what is his maya lust maya is nothing but the lust nothing else it's not something else it's his lust that is maya because a pure devotee can stay in the same material world completely unaffected because he is not uh, under the influence of lust so the temporary nature of this material world nothing of that is actually our problem our problem is our lust that's why narayana para sarve nakutaschana bibhyati swargapavarga nargesho pitulyartha darshinah a devotee can stay in hell or heaven or you know anywhere without a problem because he is not lusty and is perfectly peaceful in krishna consciousness that connection with krishna cannot be um, sep- i mean uh, cannot be undone with distance 
like oh the lord is far away in the spiritual world we are in the material world so we cannot contact the lord no if we want we can but because the lust is standing in the way therefore we cannot see mati chann hoy so the senses the mind now the it has attacked see the senses the mind and the intelligence are the sitting places of this lust through them lust covers the real knowledge of the living entity and bewilders him um, and prabhu writes the enemy has captured different strategic positions in the body of the conditioned soul and therefore lord krishna is giving hints of those places so that one who wants to conquer the enemy may know where he can be found <laughs> we can't just blindly shoot you know we have to know where the enemy is and then you know the, how the sniper shoots the sniper he you know makes his aim and you know the crosshair and then he shoots from like sometimes i mean the and the longest shot by a sniper was i think 2.5 kilometers or something he hit the target 2.5 kilometers away was a sniper that's i think the world record as of now of course uh, previously the arrows they were far greater uh, so anyway uh, of course it may it may not look like that oh how can uh, that be because it's by the hand right and this is a bullet which is far far more powerful but they were so uh i mean qualified at those times they could f- shoot faster than the bullet and longer than the bullet as well <coughs> so anyway <coughs> um the same thing we have to aim take aim we first of all first of all the sniper what he does you know to shoot that one bullet like 1 to 2 kilometers away he will take his aim and precision with utmost i mean focus and he watches the enemy for long time before he shoots one bullet not that blindly he's spraying bullets everywhere with the enemy is here and he's shooting me and i'm spraying bullets everywhere not even knowing where he is so that is not a good uh, strategy at all is a is a devastating strategy so uh, we have to know where the enemy is and krishna is giving us the hints sense senses mind intelligence important places so to get out of that we have to chant the hari krishna mantra just like the ghost uh, what is that exorcist huh? exorcist yeah exorcist i think that's the word right one who takes out the ghosts so exorcist is by chanting mantras by chanting some so our mantra is the hari krishna mantra we drive away the ghost of maya and to do that successfully we have to follow all the regulations the guard rails given by the spiritual master all the instructions that's the best way to uh, deal with the mind so i think i will uh, stop it here it's quite clear by now of course there are many 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 more verses uh, about mind and you know i think prabhu gave some lectures sunagopal prabhu so many verses uh, 11 canto and 23rd chapter so many are there but you get the point so So I'll take questions now. When if there are any, I think there are a few questions here. Okay, we have. Vrajeshwari Mataji is asking one of their wives. Whom is he referring, Prabhu Ji? One thirteen twenty-four. Shrimad Bhagavatam one thirteen twenty-four. Of course, Draupadi. Draupadi is not their only wife. 
Bhima had that uh, Hidimbi. Arjuna had four wives actually. And Draupadi is one of them. Subhadra is another. So that's what one of their wives is Draupadi. Then Vijay Sharma Prabhu is asking Hare Krishna, when we listen or tell things to our mind, who is doing this? Is it the mind of the soul? Mind or the soul? So, this, of course, you see, um, it's like this. Now, this body is a yantra, right? It's a, it's a vehicle. Now, the person driving, he is the one moving the vehicle. The vehicle is not moving by itself. But there are mechanisms inside the vehicle which actually move the vehicle. Now, he does some controlling with the legs and with the hands. Steering and then the brake and the accelerator, the gear and all that. Now, by doing some movements there, sitting in the driver's seat, he is controlling the other movements of the car and which actually move the car. So, <clears throat> all the other parts of the car are not independent of the driver. But, why does the driver lose control of the car? Sometimes, when an accident happens, he loses control. What happens? Car becomes more powerful than the driver? Yes, because he does not know how to control the movements of that car. For some reason, whatever it is. Whether it was something came in between or you know something happened, whatever it is. Or whether he was sleeping, whether he was inattentive. Whatever it is, something happened and he failed to control. So now the parts of the car which are moving are so powerful that they can influence the fate of the driver by killing him. Hmm. So similarly, we we are doing everything. We are the ones. Uh, we are the driver, the soul. Now just like we think the lust is sitting on our, I mean, not think. I mean, the lust is sitting on our senses. We think the, I mean, we know that the senses are very strong. But how are they strong? They are dead things. It's like the car. The car is dead, but it is strong if it is not handled carefully. It has the power to completely kill us. So when we drive, there is a good chance one can be killed by the power of the machine. If something happens, it will be devastating. Like when you walk, there is hardly a chance that you can be killed. Of course, you can be. You know, like recently there was some in the early earlier this year we had one lady sitting under the tree in Singapore, and the tree just fell. For no reason. And the, the lady died. So anything can happen. But there is very less chance of dying when we are walking. But when we are driving, there are so many accidents that can happen. So many people die. So the thing becomes more powerful when we are driving it. A stationary car may not be, uh, you know, a car look harm it looks harmless. Right? It's just staying there doing nothing. But when we drive it, that's when it acquires superpowers powered by the driver but when we lose control on how to drive then it will take over so now to come to answer your question when we listen or tell things to our mind who is doing this so driver when he is doing all the movement he is telling the car what to do he is telling the car what to do so the driver is telling and that he will know that that's why there is a driving license test right before one can drive, one has to get the license. What, is, what does this license mean? To train us to control this powerful instrument, which can either kill us or it can enable our successful journey to wherever we want to go. 
So our journey, our destination is back to Godhead. So this instrument of the body has to be used. But we need to get the license to use it properly. People are driving this body without license. The license, just like a re, there's a regulatory body like traffic police, which gives the license. So we need to get a license from the traffic police department. So that licensing process is the spiritual master. This, this surrender to the spiritual master. Then we get the license how to use this body. So we are telling the mind and when we listen to the mind's counsel, like if, if we allow the car to tell us what to do, that's a pretty dangerous position, right? Now these uh, so-called self-driving cars are coming. So we are outsourcing that control to somebody else. Hmm. Now things can happen. Actually, there have been accidents that, you know, uh, <laughs> he, he went straight into a truck, the car, self, one self-driving, a few years back. Self-driving car went straight into a truck because somehow it did not detect with full speed. Actually, it's supposed to have these motion sensors and everything, all the proximity sensors which should stop the vehicle. But somehow, some glitch and if anything happens electronically, something jams up system. We're at the mercy of the, the powerful machine that we're sitting in. Similarly, although Maya, this material body, when you see a dead body, how harmless is a dead body? You see, the suppose, suppose you know, like a Hitler or somebody who is very tyrannical, very powerful and um, ruthless. Now, when he dies, that same body, the same face, the same body, is harmless. I mean, even worms can take over and eat the whole body up. Dogs can eat it. What made the body so powerful is the soul, the presence of the soul, electrified, charged up this body. So. When he loses control of the senses, like when the driver loses control of his car, then the car becomes so powerful that it will overturn and then everything gone. So everybody is driving in this world without a license, in this highway of material life. And therefore we see so many accidents. Every, uh, practically <laughs> accidents only. <laughs> so we need to get the licensing. Uh, that is the, so we are doing it, we are doing, we are telling the mind, we are listening from the mind, the soul. Um, but we don't have the license, therefore we don't know how to control. That's the problem. I hope that answers the question though. Oh, this is another link. The top 10 TikToks that I've done so far. Recently I put up this, last week I put this video up on YouTube. Um, so if you want to watch, you can watch that. All about Krishna. No Maya TikToks, only Krishna TikToks. Then there is uh, Rajeshwari Mataji asking friend. Prabhuji, making friend with Paramatma in us is how different from making our own mind friend? If you want to make Paramatma our friend, means we have to first of all follow his servant. Uh, we, it's like making friends with our mind means we have to tame the mind. Like we can be friends with a horse only when it is tamed. <laughs> we can't be friends with a wild horse. You know. We have to treat it like an enemy. We have to stay our distance from that horse. So only when it is trained, then it becomes. So our friendship with our mind is when we can control it. That's when it becomes our friend. But that control we can only get if we surrender to Krishna. So our friendship with Krishna is not the, like our mind. Our mind friendship is when we tame the mind. But we can't tame Krishna, right? We have to be tamed. 
we have to surrender to krishna we have to agree to follow him that means we have to agree to follow his servant first of all das das anudasa so then yes we become that is uh, how we uh, develop our friendship with krishna through the spiritual master um allowing ourselves to be tamed and that's how we can tame the mind to sync it with the process of uh, serving krishna dhira das is asking hari krishna hari krishna prabhu ji i am not intended to so but just casually asking that is disobeying shiksha guru also counts as a third offense to the holy name yes because there's no difference between the shiksha guru and the diksha guru um, provided the shiksha guru is teaching what the diksha guru is teaching um, so if they are following shri prabhupa then shiksha guru we have to follow and if we offend then that is also offense to the spiritual master because shiksha guru basically gives the orders of the diksha guru only but if he does something different then he is not a shiksha guru he is a rascal prabhupa he is a demon prabhupa if he instructs against the instruction of diksha guru then he is a demon we have to disobey that person but a person who is actually Uh, following shri prabhupada then he gives that is proper shiksha guru that's why that it's not that we just uh, sideline shiksha guru uh, we have to take proper direction so then we will progress but the central point is the instruction of the diksha guru even the shiksha guru's instruction should be based on diksha guru's instruction otherwise he is not a shiksha guru by definition he is not a shiksha guru he will become a demon mislead the people that's what that's what is happening in our movement unfortunately Prabhupada's instructions are not been kept intact, and therefore, it is not conducive for our spiritual advancement. Therefore, we have to seek out association of devotees who are following and surrender to them and surrender to the process. Surrender to actually Prabhupada. Now, we should understand that surrendering means surrendering to Prabhupada. And Diksha Guru is a medium of passing down the same instruction of the Diksha Guru and reminding us of it. That's it. That is his function. Hmm. then we have rajeshwari mataji prabhu ji can we ever evolve ourselves to hear the advices of our parmatma who is the best friend of ours see we have to make ourselves qualified for that and that is what initiation means karishye vachanam tava because we are not qualified to listen to the parmatma the parmatma comes out in the form of the guru नैवोपयतपचिति कवयस्तवेश ब्रह्मायुषापृतमृद्धमुदस्मरतर्बिस्तनुभृताशुभम विधुन्वन् आचार्य चैत्यवपुषा स्वगति व्यनक्ति ओ मै लॉर्ड ट्रांसेंडेंटल पोएट्स एंड एक्सपर्ट्स इन स्पिरिचुअल साइंस कुड नॉट एक्सप्रेस कुड नॉट फुली एक्सप्रेस्ड देयर इन डेटेडनेस टू यू इवन इफ दे वर एंडाउड विद द प्रोलॉन्ग लाइफ टाइम ऑफ ब्रह्म फॉर यू अपियर इन टू फीचर्स एक्सटर्नली एज द आचार्य एंड इंटरनली एज द सुपर सोल to deliver the embodied living being by directing him how to come to you so because we are not qualified to listen to the parmatma parmatma my merciful mercifully he comes out as the guru and directly instructs us externally uh, so we have to we have to listen it's not that when will we evolve it is a question of our willingness if i want to uh, listen to his instructions i can but the thing is we don't want we want our own space we want our own things we want to do our own that is the problem if we want we can but we choose not to so it is our free will 
Hmm. So initiation means now yes, I will karishya vachanam tava. I will follow what you say. I will do what you ask. So that is initiation. That is disciple. Rajeshwari uh, Maharaj, Prabhuji, this mind we are carrying since time immemorial of in different yonis. Will it carry the aroma of all varieties of yonis? Yes. But the one which, like just like the air, he will pass, the air will pass through many, many places. Sometimes a garden, the same air will move and then pass over a drain or pa- pass over a factory or pass over a burning forest and it will bring us the different flavors. But the most prominent flavor will be the just recently passed by place. See, the, the, see, air is just, air is, has no smell. Air has no smell. He is just carrying the smell of whichever place he is passing by. So, if he, the same air, if it passed through a rose garden, it will carry the rose flavor. When the rose, when the soul passes through the, uh, like a burning forest or something, it will carry the burnt, uh, the smell of the burnt uh, residue of the forest. So, it will not carry the rose, uh, rose flavor. So, it will carry its immediate predecessing I mean, a preceding place. So, actually when one goes through all the different bodies, so his karma is getting purified. I mean, his, his soul is getting purified of the karmic reactions. So, as he climbs one after another, the level of the yoni or the different species, he is becoming more lesser and lesser covered. And when he comes to human life, he can completely uncover himself from the influence of maya if he wants. So, much of the rasa covering is already removed and he can further completely remove it 100% uh, because he has the opportunity to actually understand all the spiritual truths and get himself out. But if we choose not to, then we will go back again. So, it will carry the flavor of the preceding, immediately preceding uh, instance of preceding place. That's why it is said, whatever you think at the time of death, that will determine your next body. That is the immediately preceding place where we come from so that consciousness that we have at the time of death of the previous life is evolvement of consciousness over the over the pass, passing of the different species different sangha guna sangha and similarly uh, we get this body um, the air which passes over many places it will only carry the flavor of the last place not the previous one so similarly But one thing is sure, for the air to pass over that burning forest from the rose garden, there has been a movement. Uh, so eventually from the rose garden, it moved, moved, moved and now over the burning forest and now we get the burnt smell. So what controlled the movement again, the association of different, different places and the flavors he carries, whichever place. So, similarly, whatever flavor we now have from our previous birth, that was influenced by previous, previous Sanghas and like that, like that, the the soul has moved and now it is like this. Dheeradas, Hare Krishna Prabhuji, it is easy to convince ourselves that by nature we are eternal and pleasure-seeking entity, but not able to acknowledge the fact by being subservient and dependent. Any remedy for this?
because we have been having a long uh, sorry a wrong idea of being subservient and dependent because when we give up our independence for example now we are live streaming this on you uh, facebook right now when you are using facebook you are giving part of your data to the um facebook company now you are browsing history your what you are watching everything is is noted by the facebook company so some privacy is compromised in exchange for convenience just like if you want to get something you have to pay the price you have to give the money so anything comes with a price so when we um now we trust hoping that facebook will not misuse our thing and give it to some murderer and then who will actually come to our home and uh, uh, murder with our, all our whatever data that we are sharing with the facebook so that trust is developed so we we understand that okay at the most they will target some ads otherwise uh, it is mainly for our convenience of course it is mainly for their ads and convenience is a lesser of a thing for them but for us that is the main thing ads is a side thing but their revenue facebook revenue comes from ads the main thing is ads and to have effective ad targeting they should know the behavior of the people so they give some uh, features for you to play with and while you are playing they will collect all the details and give them to the advertisers not give them to the advertisers use those features and take money from the advertisers and you know shoot out ads targeted ads to different people so there is a business model now we have um you know given our we have become subservient to that you see if we are that's why when we using facebook we accept facebook's terms and conditions i agree we tick right so we are ex- accept that means we are willing to become subservient to their terms and conditions dependence we always know there is a price to that dependency or that subservience now there is no one except maybe i mean even that's the closest we can get by our mother our parents we surrendered to them they took our i mean took good care of us of course if they are material then they will mislead us that's another thing for their own gratification they want grandchildren they want this and that or you know they want you know us to go into material way of life sometimes they disagree with the spiritual way of life whatever so there it becomes again an agenda that they have they want pleasure from their children something like that so but otherwise that's the closest mother's love is when the child depends completely on the mother no independence the child has no independence at all and then he completely depend on the mother but the mother takes care of the child so if there is a good government we are willing to surrender to that why we have why we are as you said why it is difficult to accept the fact that we are actually subservient and dependent because we had bad experience with the masters in this material world our lust anger greed katina katidha palita durnidesas they have never shown any mercy that's why this verse is there chaitanya charitamrita 22 madhya 22 16 and because of that wrong wrong kind of master we lose confidence in all masters कामादीनां कति न कतिधा पालिता दुर्निदेशास तेषां जाता मयि न करुणा नत्र पानोपशान्ति उत्सृज्यैता नथयदुपते सांप्रतं लब्धबुद्धेस 
There is no limit to the unwanted desires of lusty desires. Although I have rendered these desires so much service, they have not shown any mercy to me. I have not been ashamed to serve them, nor have I even desired to give them up. Oh my Lord, O head of the Yadu dynasty, recently, however, my intelligence has been awakened and now I am giving them up. Due to my transcendental intelligence, I now refuse to obey the unwanted orders of these desires and now I now come to you to surrender myself at your fearless lotus feet. Kindly engage me in your personal service and save me. So, we have bad experience with the masters. And every other master in this world is controlled by these masters, lust, anger and all. So, but if you see objectively, keeping aside your feelings, your prejudice or whatever, if you see objectively, is there any person in this world? Uh, is there any person in this world who is not subservient, who is not dependent? You search out, you will never find one. Everybody is subservient. He, you know, Prabhupada said, even if he has nobody to serve, he will keep a dog and he will serve the dog. He is willing to become subservient to the dog in exchange for some pleasure. We become subservient to, in exchange for some pleasure. That's why we accept terms and conditions of everything. Because there's some convenience, some pleasure it gives us. So we accept. So similarly, we have drawn up a contract with Maya. And we have, okay, for my so-called Indriya uh, Preeti, I will surrender to you. So we have accepted subservience. We are dependent. We are subservient. I mean, the laws of nature, how... Now there is COVID. What can we do about it? There is death, old age, disease, birth. We are subservient. We are thrown around in this material world. Not just subservient. We are thrown around. Manhandled in this material world. Where is the question of uh, freedom? So the only uh, good conclusion is that, okay, anyway I am not free. Anyway I am subservient. So let me search out the perfect master. That choice I can make. I cannot choose to remain not subservient. That choice I don't have. But I can, now if I am, I have to be subservient, if I am subservient by nature, so it is my in my best interest if I have the perfect master who will not cheat me. And that is Krishna. Hmm. Like, do you, you know, you are saying it is difficult to believe in subs, uh, our fact of subservient. Now, do you want to live in a country where there is no government? Nobody wants to live in a country like that. We want somebody to rule over us. We want some law and order in place. We want our own actions to be, you know, regulated and everybody regulated. It's, an, it's a dangerous place where there is no... Uh, we, we fear that place. We fear being not subservient, in fact. We fear being non-subservient. See, when, when we were children, carefree, the parents took full care of us. But when the anxiety starts when we have to stand on our own feet. Because why? Now we are no more subservient with them. Then the anxiety increases. So, for carefree life, we have to be subservient. So, <clears throat> we have to be subservient to Krishna. Hmm. It all points to that. Rajesh Farimaji. Prabhuji, usually the decision of our mind doesn't match with the inside voice. In that situation, with, with what should one go? Can understand there are Anyway, always Sadhu, Guru and Shastra. Now even you are also there, Prabhuji. Yet, in such situations, how one should go? Yeah, consult Sadhu, Shastra, Guru. Inner voice. We don't know that voice is of the mind or of the super soul. We don't even... We can't distinguish. You know, we can't distinguish what is what. Because we are so covered by Maya. 
A pure devotee, he can know. He directly sees the Lord. And he gets direct instructions from the Lord. But we, because we are not qualified, <coughs> we don't know what is that voice. Well, we have some feeling and then we want to go with it. But we are not sure whether it's it's right or wrong. So that's why, no faith. This mind, mind, inner voice thing, no faith. Have no faith in that inner voice. To remove any confusion, this is Krishna's mercy, just look at this. To remove any confusion in our mind, or oh, whether it is the voice of the super soul or whether it is the voice of my mind. To remove all confusion, super soul has come out in the form of Guru. Now, no more thinking about whether inner voice or now he has come out. Guru is giving me order. Do this, do that. Okay. Now it is clear, beyond doubt, it is not from inner voice, it is from outer voice. <laughs> so instead of deciding by whether this inner voice or that inner voice, Krishna has made the decision easier. Okay. Not this inner voice or that inner voice, but inner voice or out, out, outer voice. Listen to the outer voice. So, Guru, he comes as Guru and instructs us. So, that becomes easier. He is making things easy for us by doing all these things. So, we should take shelter of the Guru. Wow, so many questions by Rajeshwari Mataji today. Why does his mind always makes us suffer between the dualities? Even Krishna says, be free from these dualities. How one, sh- one can be? How one should can be? What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have already discussed that. Surrender to the Guru. That's it. We'll come out of the dualities. Guru means proper Guru. Huh? Pure devotee. Not some nonsense rascal in the form of Guru. He is not Guru. So, but the proper Guru. Who is a pure devotee? Servant of Krishna. Coming in the Parampara system. Surrender to the Guru, automatically it will come out of the, all the dualities. Like, I think that verse is there. Srimad Bhagavatam 7. Coming out of the dualities means coming out of the three modes of material nature, you see. So, 7.15.25, you see here. Rajasthamascha sattvena sattvam chopashamena cha etat sarvam gurau bhaktya purushohyanjasa jayet one must conquer the modes of passion and ignorance by developing the mode of goodness and one thus one must become detached from the mode of goodness by promoting oneself to the platform of Shuddha Sattva. All this can, auto- can be automatically done if one engages in the service of the spiritual master with faith and devotion. In this way, one, one can conquer the influence of the modes of nature. So, that's the answer. Clarifying. Thank you for clarifying our doubts. Thank you very much. Oh, somebody wants uh, Narsimha Kavacha from Canada. I think uh, maybe someone can, uh, on our from our page, can uh, you know, write to her a pr- private message, and we can follow up with you. Hmm? Okay. Next, another question. Wow. Again from Rajeshwar Mahadev. So, these old aromas are suppressed. Will they come to the surface at any time of our life or Janma? Don't worry about old. No, just remain Krishna conscious and make all those other Vasana. Vasana means past, this thing. And Vasana also means smell. So, because we carry the flavors of the past karma. So, all that Vasana has to be given up. And we have to just remain with Krishna Vasana. The fragrance of Krishna consciousness. That is the whole life mission. So don't worry about how many past janmas uh, flavor is coming. What? Don't worry. Now make this this life into a garden, 
and let the air of our consciousness be just for the fragrant air of krishna consciousness and leave this body and go back to krishna that's what we have to be worried about rajesh mai mai thank you prabhu ji great class on the most important verses hari krishna this is just prabhu pad's knowledge here reproduced <laughs> that's it hmm these are dangerous things praises coming praises are the most dangerous things because they <laughs> increase the ego it's all mercy of prabhupad that you know his knowledge only i mean we are not telling anything outside of his knowledge huh? all right so what is this nitai gaur prabhu hare krishna prabhu around around what time will the zoom meeting be on the bhaktivedanta assessment course um monday 17th of may 7:30 pm singapore time but today in the morning tatvadarshan show on the instagram i have already done a overview of the program the mission of the program little bit into the technical details but especially how the google classroom works how the how when you go inside what you have to do and how to navigate that will be in the on the monday 17th of may but i have done a program overview already on instagram live i haven't posted it as igtv video which i will do after this class right uh maybe in one hours time you will have that video ready and i will post it in our in my facebook and uh, you know my contacts and even in the classroom also in inside of the classroom so you can have that right thank you very much shri prabhupad ki jai bhagavad gita ki jai anantakodi vaishnavrind ki jai nitai gaur premanand hari hari bol hare krishna